All right, today's Wednesday, October 11th, and yesterday the Dow closed higher for a third day in a row. But will this rally last? And how does this affect our positions? So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and we're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And before we start looking at the charts and see what's happening here, I need to apologize, Mark. I blamed you yesterday for the audio problems, and it seems that it was all connected to me. So sorry about that. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I I I can take one for the team, and uh, glad we figured it out. We'll I out. sure hope so. So this show, knock on wood, without audio problems. Let's do this. So yesterday the Dow finished higher third day in a row. So did the S and P, and the Nasdaq yesterday even closed above or is right now above its 50-day moving average. So, Mark, are, are we out of the woods here? Are we now rallying until the end of the year? You know, I really like this move higher, and I truly believe we'll see some nice movement in October. But we still have a lot of data out, Marcus. We had PPI this morning, CPI tomorrow, the Fed this afternoon, Fed minutes, that is, and then... Earnings kickoff. So it's hard to say we're out of the woods quite yet. Yeah. And it, it's really interesting how the markets are right now resilient and shaking everything off. I mean, first of all, uh, we have the, the war between Israel after uh, the Hamas attack there. And I mean, uh, they basically said we are ready to invade. And uh, so and then we have uh, also, I mean, these are the geopolitical concerns that we have been talking about. Markets have been shaking it off. Now, this morning, the PPI, the producer price index, rose 0.5, more than expected. So what do you think about this? You know, it's it's interesting because the reaction this morning was absolutely positive. And we see that PPI increase. I think that there's two things to take into consideration, though. One, CPI is typically the closer watched number or uh, data for the Fed. And also, although we had an increase compared to what was expected, we had a decrease from the last PPI reading, which could be viewed as positive. Yeah. And as we see here, much of the goods price increase came from gasoline, which jumped 5.4%. So this where it's always easier for traders and investors to digest a, a worse than expected number if they can pinpoint to the reason and say, oh, yeah, of course, that makes a lot of sense because uh, oil has been rising like crazy and is now pulling back. So if you take a look at oil, uh, we had this this massive run up from 68 to 93 with no end in sight. But now uh, crude oil down again to uh, 83.50 a barrel. And that's where I think traders and investors are looking at the numbers and say, yeah, of course, for the last month, as oil prices were higher, of course, this uh, will make the, the producer price index more expensive. And if this is the only thing that attributed to it, we're good. It seems this That's way. That's a good point. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. If we take a look at a five-minute chart of the mini S&P, uh, we see the reaction to the report. So the report was being released here. And uh, initially, it was like, oh, it's higher. Oh, it's because of crude oil. 
And then uh, we were moving a little bit lower again right now after the open, still up 0.2% uh, in the indices. Yeah, hanging on, hanging on, trying to make it four days in a row. We'll see. Yeah. So looking at a five-minute chart of the S&P 500, I mean, we opened higher, pulled back, filled the gap. Right now, we are trying to move back to the highs of the day. So let's see, as you said, if we can hang on to a fourth day. Well, uh, you, you mentioned it. I mean, we do have uh, we do have earnings coming up, and uh, so if you look at the calendar, not a whole lot going on. I mean, not in terms of the most anticipated ones. There are some earnings today, but nothing really earth shattering. Uh, so tomorrow we have Delta, uh, Walgreens, and this all before the opening. But then the big one will be on Friday with the banks kicking it off. Yeah, and that's that's always a biggie. And uh, for us, for us, PNC. So uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on things for sure. Yeah. Now, big news this morning from the energy sector. And if you look at the energy sector and uh, go to the heat map, overall, the energy sector is down. Most notably, XOM being down 4.5%. And this can be somewhat explained. Well, I mean, honestly, it's two parts. One, crude oil is down. So that's impacting the energy sector, oil and, oil and gas plays altogether uh, with uh, crude oil being down. But we also had news that ExxonMobil has agreed to acquire Pioneer Natural Resources. PXD is the ticker for that company for more than $253 a share in an all stock transaction. This is about a $60 billion deal. And what you see here is exactly what is expected. The company doing the buying drops, the company being bought goes up. Yeah, and uh, last week we already had heard the rumors that uh, ExxonMobil is in talks uh, to, to buy them. And this is where PXD, the company that's getting acquired, jumped 13%. So today it's kind of like, okay, it's the fact but uh, Exxon definitely down today. As I said it's it's a double whammy because it's combined with the uh, with the lower oil prices that we have and the news that they are acquiring. So this is where Exxon down big 4.4 percent. Well, you got to see how this is affecting Devon Energy, which is a stock in my portfolio, another energy stock. Yeah, and uh, we'll look at that in a, a minute. You know, we see Chevron's also down about 3%. And I know that Chevron at one point was taking a look at maybe acquiring Oxy. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's still in the works, but oil and gas in, in general down today. Yeah. So traders are paying attention to the yield, the yield, the yield, the yield. And, and this is where it's interesting because uh, with the conflict that exploded here over the weekend uh, in the Middle East, there's a little bit flight to safety. So there was some bond buying. And that's the interesting thing we talked about in the mastermind the other day. There's an inverse relationship. So if people are buying bonds, the yield goes down. And we always talk about the yield. You cannot buy the yield. You cannot trade the yield. It's just something to look at because that's what most people are. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, what most people are talking about. And here we see that uh, we, we had a pretty drastic a decline over the last few days, which is helping the stock market. Exactly. With those longer dated uh, yields going higher, uh, at one point that put a little pressure on the market because it just showed that investors believe that 
the higher rates were here to stay. Um, but like you said, it's an inverse relationship. So <laughs> you want to have your mind blown, study bonds, uh, the uh, base value, interest rates, how that impacts yields in, in the stock market. But you're absolutely right. If people are buying bonds, uh, then uh, typically you see the opposite. Yeah. And we see, I mean, it looks so insignificant uh -oh. at the chart, but this is a 7% drop uh, from the highs that we just had last week. I, I mean, that's pretty significant, but it looked because yields have been rising like crazy. The 7% drop doesn't look that significant, but it does have an impact on the stock market. I had a little internet blip on my end. That was my fault. All right. Haha. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, ready to take a look at our positions? See what's happening there? All right. Let's do that. So let's take a look at our positions. And first up here, CSIQ. And CSIQ, we talked about it. I mean, they are definitely impacted by the higher interest. And now that the yields have been retracing, CSIQ had a phenomenal run over the last few days. I mean, that's something that we're definitely looking forward to. I mean, still uh, away from our assigned price at, at 35 here, but I mean, at least it seems that CSIQ has found a bottom and maybe can push back into this range between uh, 26 and 29. What do you think about that? That's what I'm hoping for, Marcus. It really seems as though the, the sell-off was extreme and overdone and and maybe a little bit irrational. Sure, there's the explanation, uh, but I think we could pop back into the $26, $28 range, and then we'll see where we go. But really looking for that to take place. I'd feel better about CSIQ once it happens. Yeah. So Devon Energy is super interesting. Devon Energy, I traded last week. I sold the uh, puts at 45. I got assigned at 45, sold some calls against it, and uh, really interesting. With the, uh, the other energy stocks like Chevron and Exxon uh, taking a beating here, only down 0.5%, which is not bad because this is attributed to crude oil. So hanging in there. Exactly. I think that this is a little more representative of uh, the, the drop in crude oil versus ExxonMobil, which also has the, the, the deal there with PXD uh, to account for. Uh, but hanging in there, not too bad considering the crude oil drop. And honestly, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. I would be okay if it drops below 45 again. This means that my calls are expiring worthless and I might have another opportunity next week to sell more calls. And also, as we are pulling back towards the 45 level, there might be a possibility of rolling it. And I'm I'm definitely interested in this, uh, keeping it another week, uh, because this for me is a great trade. I'm very happy having uh, Devon in my portfolio. I like this and you really don't have to worry at all about earnings with earnings coming out in November. Yeah. So 27 days away, quite some time. Now, NEE, Next Era Energy, also, I mean, <laughs> we talked about that, reacting positively to these interest rates. Yesterday, a really good day. Today, up another point, uh, or no, three quarters of a point uh, after jumping higher here. And uh, again, we, we are pretty far away from our possible, um, uh, no, from our uh, cost basis here. But can we get a V-shaped recovery here? What do you think? 
that's what I'm hoping for. I, I think that this one's going to take some time, and I think CSIQ has the potential to really be more volatile in a positive way. Yeah. So if I had to make a bet on which one is going to get back to our cost basis sooner, I think CSIQ has uh, my vote. NEE, it's going to take a little bit of time. But yesterday, sounds like it was the best day since November of 2022. All right. Well, we'll take this. But to be honest, I mean, since this has dropped around 30% and is in rescue mission territory, I wouldn't mind if we move lower again and possibly flying a rescue mission, maybe around 47, 48, somewhere around this, and then seeing the recovery. So with yeah. CSIQ, it seems that we have a sharper, a more of a V-shaped recovery here. But here, I'm definitely looking forward uh, to, yeah, buying more NEE by selling more puts and hopefully getting a sign. So, I mean, this is where I'm kind of hoping that NEE is coming back to this level because we do want to see some support first. Uh, good point. I'm absolutely with you there, Marcus. Just because uh, I, I do think we could add to it at these lower prices and be just fine. Definitely. PNC also, I mean, PNC uh, had a really good day yesterday, was pulling back today up another 0.5%. I mean, PNC is trying to go up to the 128 level and then we need to break through to go back up here to our cost base and break even. Yours is much lower, uh, but this is where, I mean, as you said, uh, we have earnings reporting on Friday before the bell. So this is definitely something to look for. And uh, we do need earnings to hopefully see a catalyst to the upside. Exactly. And right now it's it's just hurry up and wait. So uh, nice day yesterday, but, but investors really waiting to see what happens with earnings here. Yeah. UPS is a surprising me a little bit today. UPS today down 0.1%, um, which is a little bit surprising. Nicely trading in the range. I thought that today we would actually break through 157.50 and this is when I would be interested in selling calls. I said it yesterday for this week at the 160 level, if I can for next week at 162.50. Uh, but UPS right now just seems to hang out in this range for now. I agree, especially at the open when we had a, a strong start this morning and everything that we were in was in the green. UPS was just kind of sitting tight there and not moving a whole lot. So uh, I'm with you. Now, FedEx is down more than 1% today. And maybe that's a, a positive that UPS is, is just kind of flat. But I expected a little more on this. Yeah. And then we also have Goldman Sachs. That's a trade that you took yesterday. I took Devon Energy. You took Goldman Sachs. So uh, Goldman Sachs, this will be interesting. I mean, almost a similar scenario that uh, what I have here in Devon Energy. Exactly. Just a point of clarification. We took the trade last week, got a sign, and then on Monday we sold calls. And selling calls on this one, I sold the 312.50. Now, this is one where I'm actually more interested in letting it get called away because we have earnings next week. So if it wasn't for earnings, I would be just look. I mean, even today, there was a ton of premium even to consider rolling on a Wednesday. And if we sit tight around 313, 312.50, a roll would be just fantastic. But we're factoring in an earnings reaction. And on the downside, it seems like 
Traders are pricing in a potential move down to 300 to the downside, maybe 325 to the upside. So it's not bad, but yeah, I'm a little more inclined to letting this get called away, let earnings come out and then reassess. And then, yeah, I agree. No, I like this plan. And uh, I mean, as earnings get closer, we'll do an earnings analysis on this one. Uh, we'll do one probably tomorrow for PNC. And uh, if you're enjoying this, make sure that you tune in tomorrow. But let me ask you, is this helpful as we are walking through our positions and uh, sharing our thoughts and what we are doing here and what we are looking for? If it is, do me as a favor and click on like. I really appreciate that. All right. Back to the markets while you're hitting like. Are you still hitting like? You should hit like. Hit like right now. Like. Right here. Okay, good. So looking at a five minute chart of the S&P and it seems that today the S&P 500 can't make up their mind. And you mentioned it, we still have one more important report coming out today and that is the Fed meeting minutes. So they are being released today and they could move the markets when we get a little bit more insight of what uh, the Fed members have been thinking during the last uh, a meeting when they said that interest rates will stay the same. And the way there have been a couple of uh, Fed members discussing the idea of keeping rates the same, maybe not a hike. I think that's what traders are really interested in. If the Fed minutes just support the decision or the, the conversation and dialogue that another hike could be there. I don't think it's going to do too much, but I, I think that if there's some conversation about uh, no hike, I think that could move the market in a very positive way. Yeah, and interesting, your probabilities of getting this box of steak has gone down. Let me see if I can refresh it here and just show it. I mean, yesterday it was at 88.2%, today at 86%. But yeah, it still seems that you win the bet <laughs> based on these probabilities here. Anything but, above 80 is the same, Marcus, don't you know? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, my, my, my odds here in, increased by, by, by two percentage points. <laughs> 87. So this here is Mark getting a box of steaks, the probabilities. And this here is Marcus getting a box of steaks. <laughs> so I must admit it's looking better for you. But hey, tomorrow is CPI data. And based on the CPI data and next week, we have the uh, core PCE index. I mean, these, these probabilities could change. We still have 21 days. I haven't ordered the steaks just yet for you. <laughs> and, and please don't send them to me while I'm in Grand Cayman. I know. Yes, we're <laughs> heading there next week to spend a week with our mastermind members. Anyhow, hey, if you enjoyed this show, do us a favor, click like. And if you feel that somebody else could benefit from this, feel free to share it. There's a share button right below the video. If this is your first time here, click on subscribe and hit, hit the little notification bell. <laughs> That's how it is pronounced. This way you get notified whenever we go live. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.